Okay, that was my attempt at being or sounding nervous, but I am, because there's only a few days left. On December 9th, voting for the 2017 Audioverse Awards closes. So, if you'd like to help me win an award, please go vote today. You can find the link at lesbianromantic.com slash vote. Thank you so much, and let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 31. kept an eye on the number above the elevator doors. She was almost at the 11th floor, where her mother's new apartment was. Lucille called it a studio, of course, but it was much bigger than that by New York City standards. Hannah tightened her grip around the handle of her carry-on bag. She had not planned on bringing it, but weather delays had forced her to come over straight from the airport. Her mother had made dinner reservations at eight. Hannah wouldn't be home before midnight. She felt bad for her cat, Charles. She had sent the cat sit a text from the cab to explain why she wouldn't be home as planned. Despite being stuck at the airport in Houston for several hours and the bumpy flight, Hannah had been in a terrific mood all day. On the plane, she had stared at the thick carpet of clouds and giggled. So this is what cloud nine looks like, she had thought. The elevator dinged. Hannah stepped out and walked to the end of the hallway. She had only been here once, but she remembered where her mother's front door was. Once she was standing in front of it, though, Hannah hesitated. She had been so preoccupied with getting here, making sure Charles had food, and thinking about Millie. Hannah had not come up with a good reason to show up wearing a hoodie and carrying a suitcase. She would rather avoid telling her mother she had just come from Houston, but she doubted she could. There was always the off chance her mother wouldn't bother asking about it. Yeah, not gonna happen, Hannah thought. She shrugged and knocked on the door. Man, she thought, lots of sex really does make you delirious, doesn't it? I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble, and I don't even care. She grinned. Her mother pulled open the door. Her eyes scanned Hannah's face, clothes, and then focused on her luggage. 
Moving back in with your mom? Lucille said, her eyebrows raised. Hannah rolled her eyes. No, and hello to you too, mother. Lucille smiled and stepped aside to let Hannah in. Hannah caught a waft of Lucille's perfume while she kissed her mother on the cheek. She placed the suitcase in a corner of the hallway and quickly walked into the small living room. You're late, Lucille said. I'm not. Right on time. Lucille checked her watch and sat down on the couch. There were two glasses and a bottle of champagne waiting on the coffee table. Hannah picked a comfortable chair to sit in. She sighed happily. It's good to see you, she said. Her mother looked well, Hannah noticed. She seemed a bit more relaxed than the last time Hannah had seen her. Lucille crossed her legs. I'm happy to see you too. How are you? Hannah wasn't lying when she said, Great. Her mother pointed at the bottle. Can you open that? Of course. Hannah was working on removing the wrapper when she caught her mother staring at her. What? She asked cheerfully. Nothing. You just seem in an exceptionally good mood. Like I said, I'm happy you're here. Lucille narrowed her eyes. Hannah went back to opening the bottle. How are you? Still enjoying Brussels so much? She asked. She figured she should at least try to change the subject. Where did you travel to? Lucille asked, ignoring Hannah's question. Crap, Hannah thought. The cork came out of the bottle with a pop that was louder than usual. Hannah hated lying. So she didn't. Houston, she said, and poured champagne into the two glasses. Lucille picked one up and raised it in the air. To a happy reunion. Hannah followed her example. To a happy reunion. She slowly sipped her drink and watched her mother do the same. You went to see Mildred North? Hannah nodded. Yes, she said, but didn't explain herself. Lucille took another sip of champagne. Hannah briefly considered raising the topic of Millie and the foundation, but decided it was too early. How is Miss North? She's well, Hannah replied. She has recovered from the attack? Yes, she has remarkable focus when it comes to her work. Is that so? Even in these circumstances? Yeah, 
I admire that about her. So you two are getting along well, Lucille said. It was a statement, not a question. Hannah nodded. Yes, I learned to appreciate her. Lucille arched an eyebrow. In what way? In so many ways, Hannah thought. Her cheeks immediately flushed red. She struggled to find a safe answer. Lucille smiled. I think it's time you told me what you've been up to, don't you? Hannah put down her glass, afraid she'd drop it. She was suddenly feeling very nervous. Um, she stammered. I don't know what you mean. She was only buying time and she knew her mother was seeing right through it. Lucille just sat and waited. Her eyes fixed on Hannah. They were kind and patient, though. Hannah decided it would be best to get straight to the point. Millie is my girlfriend. Lucille's eyes widened for a second. Then she burst out laughing. <laughs> Hannah raised her hands in confusion. What? What's so funny? Lucille shook her head and put down her glass on the table as well. I never heard you say something like that. You look like you are 16 again, she said as she poured some more champagne. I'm sorry, Lucille said with a big smile. It's cute. Hannah's palms were getting sweaty. She was too horrified to say anything. Lucille handed Hannah her glass. Come on, have some more. You look like you need it. Hannah saw her mother was having a hard time keeping her face straight. She glared back at her, but accepted the drink. I really don't get what's so funny. She blurted out. Lucille pursed her lips. You're right. This is very serious indeed. We will have to deal with the complications. Hannah froze. What complications? Lucille stared at a colorful painting hanging on the wall. When the owner of the foundation starts sleeping with the artists it supports, there are bound to be complications. Hannah straightened up in her seat. Whoa, wait a minute. I do not sleep with artists. Except Millie. Lucille turned her head to look Hannah straight in the eyes. And how many artists have you met so far? 
Hannah frowned. Just Millie. Lucille nodded dramatically. So, who's to say you won't sleep with others? Mom? Lucille lifted her hand to silence Hannah. I don't think that. People will, and they will say it to each other as well. Hannah scoffed. I don't care what people think or say. But you should. This is not about you. Hannah sucked her lips into a thin line. She looked at the bubbles in her glass. It's not a fling, Mom, she said. I don't like the way you're talking about this. Millie means a lot to me, she said softly. Lucille was quiet for a few seconds. You are serious about this, she said. Hannah took in a deep breath. Her chest felt tight and nodded. I really like her. A lot. She avoided her mother's gaze during the long silence that followed. I'm sorry, honey. I should not have brought up the foundation straight away. Hannah emptied her glass with a big gulp. Actually, she said, let's talk about the foundation. Lucille tilted her head. Hannah didn't give her a chance to speak before she did. I'd like to talk about Millie's selection process. Lucille raised her eyebrows. What selection process? Why was Millie selected for the grant this year? She told me she never auditioned. Lucille crossed her arms. That wasn't necessary. I already knew she was extremely qualified. But aren't you supposed to organize a round of auditions? Isn't that the right and proper way to do it? Lucille huffed. Why this sudden interest in how I conduct my business? It's my business now. Lucille shook her head. I'm not sure it should be. Hannah sucked in a breath. That remark hurt. But she wouldn't let her mother distract her. Just tell me why you chose Millie without giving other artists a chance. Hannah noticed the muscles in Lucille's neck were twitching now. I did consider other singers. I went to see several during rehearsals and other auditions. Hannah got up and walked over to the window. She knew her mother would never lie about this. But she still felt like there was some important information missing. Why did you choose Millie? 
she asked again. I grew fond of her. She reminded me of a singer your father greatly admired. Hannah turned around with her mouth wide open. Lucille was staring down at her hands. An old acquaintance told me about Mildred. She even sent me a recording. We had not been in touch for a long time, but she had come across this singer that reminded her of your father. So she sent me a message. I don't get it. How did it remind her of Dad? Like I said, your father used to greatly admire an artist. A mezzo. He fell in love with opera because of her. He was in love with her? No, not with her. Just with her voice. Hannah didn't understand how this had anything to do with Millie. Lucille took a sip of her drink and continued. When I heard Mildred's voice, I knew it was true. She has that same unique playfulness. I went out of my way to attend an audition she was participating in. After hearing her sing a couple of times, I simply had to choose her for the grant. Hannah walked back to the sitting area. But then why did your assistant Charlotte tell me you chose Millie because she would make a good impression on me? Lucille's brow furrowed. She told you that? Yes, she did. She made it seem like you chose Millie only because you thought I'd like her. Lucille raised both of her arms, exasperated. I might have said I thought Millie would make a good impression on you. Hannah sat down next to her mother. Why? Lucille took Hannah's hand in hers. Because you are so much like your father. It was an irrational thing to say. I just hoped you would look at opera differently after meeting Mildred. Like your father did after hearing that mezzo. Hannah leaned back against the fluffy pillows. The sadness in her mother's voice was starting to penetrate her armor of anger and frustration. The singer your father loved was extremely talented. Some still call her the best mezzo in the history of American opera. I chose Millie because I think she has the same potential. Hannah's throat hurt. She ran a hand through her hair. I'm sorry. Lucille squeezed her hand. I should have told you. I just didn't expect these questions would come up so soon. I should have known Charlotte would turn this into one of her gossip stories.
I'll make sure to have a word with her. No, no. Hannah shook her head. Don't. It's as much my fault as it is hers. She gestured at the bottle of champagne. I might need something stronger, she said. Only half kidding. Lucille chuckled softly. <laughs> Tell me about it. Hannah looked at her mother for several long seconds. Want to leave early and have a cocktail at the bar? Lucille stretched her legs and wiped something off of her skirt. Yes, let me put the rest of this bottle in the fridge and we'll be off. Can you call for a car? Hannah nodded and got up. I'll need to change. I have a dress shirt in my bag. She walked over to the phone that would connect her to the concierge downstairs. Hannah had already picked up the receiver when she suddenly wondered about something. Mom? Yes? Lucille asked from the kitchen. Who was the friend who told you about Millie? She could hear Lucille sigh loudly. It was Christine. Hannah's jaw dropped. This was part 31 of The Diva Story. If you like this podcast, if you like my work, please consider supporting it. Go to lesbianromantic.com slash support and buy me a coffee. You can now do that right there on the website. It's a lot easier than before. And you no longer need PayPal to do it. So go to lesbianromantic.com slash support. Okay, Millie would like to say thank you, apparently. Here she is. Oh man, she's just too cute. Alright, thank you for listening, thank you for voting, and thank you for your support. See you next week. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.